the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Along with your help, Cornerstone Transitional Housing is here to break the cycle of homelessness in the greater San Diego area, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. As long as poverty, injustice, and inequality persist, none of us can truly rest. Now, here are your hosts of Cornerstone Radio, Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Good evening and welcome to Cornerstone Radio. I'm Pastor John Simon, along with Pastor Ed Brody and Blaine Nurse from Cornerstone Transitional Housing. If this is your first time you ever joined us today, our our mission is to break the cycle of homelessness and help men and women gain control of their lives. Hey guys, uh, welcome to the show. I hope you folks are ready for tonight. We're going to have a great topic. It's going to be on God's love. And there's so many descriptions throughout the whole Bible about God's love. How you guys doing? Good. Doing great. I mean, the entire book is a love letter. I can't wait to do this study. Oh, you know it, Blaine. It's good to have you back. You, um, you went on a little vacation there with uh, it, for a little bit. It's good to be back. And, well, and as you guys do praise reports, I'm going to be like our audience. I want to sit. I want to sit here and see what, what what went on last week. But it's always good. Yeah, you know, I was worried about you maybe not getting back with all these storms that was coming in. You know, we did. We were being snowed on when I left on New Year's Day. We were in rain in San Diego, snowing. In Arizona and snow in New Mexico. It was uh, it was a good road trip. Very good time spent with the family. Good, good. Yeah. All the nieces yeah. and everybody doing good. I hope they are. You know, uh, we met the family from Texas. We left here from San Diego and met in uh, Angel Camp, Angel Fire, New Mexico. So it's kind of in the middle. Oh, okay. It was good. And is that a ski resort? It is. Yep, yeah, right. yep. Yeah. They were on the slopes, and I decided at my age, I'm not going. You guys, I'm the youngest <laughs> one here. But uh, those slopes, they kind of they they beat me up a little bit. So I feel good. Good, good, good. Yeah. Ed, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good. Uh, well, first, we, yeah. first, I was just going to say, first of the year didn't start off good, but you know, praise God, it uh, it's ended well. So I have no complaints. Good, good. Yeah. Well, we have um, little things to share from you from last week, and it was uh, a great weekend that out there. Um, we were helping the homeless again, like we usually do. Um, a few things. We had some prayer going. Um, a few people needed to be put into place. Um, during that time, they had ca- uh, hotel vouchers, which um, because of the rain was right. coming in the cold yeah. so they got in on there and there's a few people who couldn't um and the reason why folks that they can't get in when they have the hotel vouchers is um when it's uh stormy weather and that is because they don't have their ids oh and and unfortunately <laughs> i had a gentleman come up and his stuff was taken and they called a band event 
if they're not around their stuff and all his id and his wallet and all of his uh, you know paperwork were all in there and unfortunately uh, that's one of the tragic stories that we do here out there is that they ended up getting you know they throw it away and and all their ideas so um and you know and then when we do we try to help put people into places yeah. you yeah. i had that uh, one man the police called and asked us to uh, get him off the street and uh, so <clears throat> when I went to met with the police, he wasn't there. So we hunted all over town till we finally found him. <laughs> and uh, we took him out to get him into the hotels. There were no rooms. And so we just had to tell the guy, you know, it's, there's no place to put you. Because probably if we had gone to a little more expensive hotel, but, you know, we just not are not in a position to pay 150 170 dollars a night so uh <clears throat> but the places we normally put people were all booked yeah that was uh due to uh two and one um and them they were um putting out the hotel voucher so that uh, took a lot of places and yeah. unfortunately that is uh i wish we had the uh, type of money and uh, maybe someday the lord will bless us with that so that we cannot um have situations like that happen um but yeah but anyway it was a good weekend it's good to have you back blaine um yeah. we'll go ahead and get into the word you know today's uh topic in is god's love I, you know like i said it's throughout the whole bible of god saying it and i'm going to start us off with exodus uh, 20 verse 6 and that's in his commandments that was the second commandment uh, that said but this is what God says and this is a part of what it said it says God said but I will lavish my love for a thousand generation on those who love me and obey my commandments you know um, God is such a grace, graceful and merciful God that even though we fall short he's always there with his loving arms to pick us back up and that we can start all over again. And that, it just shows the graciousness of the love that he has for us. And this is what I wrote down. In times of pain and heartache, God invokes us in his love. He can rest, we can rest securely in the knowledge that nothing can separate us from God's love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's what it is. It's, it's not us. It's not him who wants to separate him himself away from us. It's us who think that we have it, we are under control, and that we, we usually, in some cases, you know, people don't invite him in on their decision-making and let him be a part but his love is so much there for us he just wants to be involved in everything we do and i got this this is the one i love i wrote this one um this is what um i wrote god's love never fails and i can show you this in exodus fifteen thirteen. and exodus fifteen thirteen, it says this with your unfailing love you lead the people you have redeemed in your might you guide them in your sacred home again his love is for us he wants to be there and walk with us i have another one i wrote here says god constantly loves those who obey him and i base that on deuteronomy 7 9 and it says on 7 9 it says here let me get to it understand that uh, understand therefore that the that the lord your god is indeed god he is the faithful God who keeps his covenant for a thousand generations and lavishes unfailing love on those who love him and obey his com- uh, commands. Now, that's funny because I had that over there in Exodus 26 in, in one of his commandments. That was the second commandment. 
And so um, it goes on. I, I wrote here. And the one I really like is this one, God Loves Pursues Us. And that's in Psalms. We all know Psalms 23, 6. <laughs> and that one is, it says, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. So God's love for us is that he wants us to endure with him and throughout in turn any time. So I get emotional at times when I read this because these are promises that God is showing that he really cares and loves us. Again, I wrote here, Jesus showed genuine love for his people. I can base that out of Mark ten twenty one, And here it says, look at the man. Jesus felt genuine love for him. Oh, excuse me. He said, uh, this is Jesus. He said he was looking at a man and Jesus felt genuine love for him. There is still one thing you haven't done, he told him. Go and sell all your positions, uh, possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. <clears throat> you know, he wasn't trying to be mean to this gentleman who had the you know the riches. He was just showing him that the cares of the world can lead you away from Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and that Christ can offer you so much better than all the riches that the earth can give you. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's why it always says to keep our focus on things on heaven and upon Christ. That wet way we don't get misled down here by earthly treasures instead of heavenly treasures. So um, I'm going to go on to number seven. And it says, God love is beyond our understanding. And I can base that out of um, Ephesians 3.18. And it says here, and may, and may you have the power to understand, as all God's people should, how wide, how long, how high, and how deep is his love. I, that right there is how high. It, it also says in another verse, it says, from his, from the earth is to the highest heaven is the gracious of his love. Can you imagine the highest heaven? That's infinity. It just goes on and on. Space, yeah. you know. So, and the last one I had here was um, in First John four sixteen, and what I wrote is God is love, and in sixteen here it says, <clears throat> "We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in His love. God is love." And all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. These are scriptures that I think that it will should enlighten people's hearts. Is they know it, it enlightens my heart. Is that I know that God loves me, no matter where I've been, what I have done. As long as I tell God, "Hey, I need your love. I need you," and repent of my sins, and I and I repent of my sins, and I like this because. What it does, it it makes me aware of what I have done, but yet I know the gracious love that God has for me, that he's going to still be there no matter what. So that's what God put on my heart, guys, about God's love. So I'm going to go ahead and switch it over to Ed. Yeah, I'm going to take it. Okay. Uh, Great segue into what I was going to say. Uh, God is love. I want to talk a little bit about God's nature and his character. God's nature is love, just as you said. Yes. His character is the way that he dis- he displays his uh, nature. You go back in the Old Testament, all of the old, uh, of course, everybody likes Jehovah Jireh, you know, our provider. He's our savior. He's uh, All of those old names describe his love for us. 
Now, when uh, when God created man, he created us in his image. Therefore, man was created with that same love that God has. He was created with the same character that God has. And if you read Genesis at the beginning, you get some some hint that, yeah, God uh, the uh, Adam was dealing with animals. He dealt with his wife. He dealt with these things the way God dealt with them. Unfortunately, man fell, and his nature went from love. His nature became one of disobedience. His character became one of, of helping others. It became one of sin. Mm. Now, the Old Testament is a history of man trying to get back to that point and failing. Yeah. Uh, cannot you cannot save yourself. You cannot generate a nature of love without God. Uh, John uh, 419, 1 John 419 says, we love because God first loved us. Right. So we have no love without God. <clears throat> so here we are through the whole Old Testament without God's love within us. Christ died, and what he did is he sent us the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now we have love within us, and it's in the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And we can get back to that place of being like God, <clears throat> excuse me, of being like God in terms of our love for God and our love for one another. <clears throat> so we take on the nature of God through the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and brings us back into that. Now, so then what happens to our nature? And I'm going to give this out as, as kind of a test also. So it's go through this sometime and just start looking at this. I'm going to – I'll read it first and tell you what I want to do. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, uh, verses 3 to about 6, I think it is, 6 or 7, uh, we find the, the very character that God expects us to display. In the Old Testament, we could not live this way. Because we did not have the nature of God. With the Holy Spirit in in us, we now have the nature of God, and this should be our characteristics. Starting at verse 3. If I give everything I have to the poor and even sacrifice my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have nothing. Now, these are the ones you need to really think about. Because here's the description of love. Here should be our character. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. Boy, there's one that's <laughs> I know we run into. Hey, I remember when you... Okay, love keeps no record of wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures throughout any circumstances. Now, he talks about the future in verse 8. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless. I mean, when we get into heaven, we're not going to need those things. But listen to this. But love lasts forever. So when we take on that nature of God by being filled with the Holy Spirit, we take on that nature of love. We take on that nature of God. Sometimes where we kind of lose it is in displaying that love. Here's the test. Sit down with yourself and say, just ask yourself these questions. 
Am I patient with people? Am I kind? Because that's love. Uh, am I jealous? <clears throat> Do I boast about things? Do I let my pride take over? Am I rude? Because if you're any of those things, there's an area you need to work on. And it does not demand its own way. And that's another thing that I think we're, we fall a lot short of is uh, that we're going to do this whether you like it or not. No, let's uh, let's talk about this. Uh, it's not <clears throat> irritable. There's another one we <laughs> probably we all run into. Mm-hmm. And it keeps no record of being wronged. I love that one. It does not rejoice about injustice. And when we look at the world today, there's so much injustice going on. We shouldn't rejoice about that. But rejoice when the truth wins out. Now, I like verse 7. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, even in any circumstances, and endures through every circumstance. What a nature to have. What a character. a way to be described these are your characteristics that you're displaying this love in so when you talk about god's love uh it's our love also mm-hmm. we have no love without god so when you turn to christ when you give your life over to christ one of the first things he does is fill you with that holy spirit so you have no excuse you now have the nature of god mm-hmm. Now start acting like it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. No, and you know, and that's the thing. Um, a lot of, um, and this is a lot of people bring, I don't have that. I've been working on it. But this is a lifetime learning through God. Mm-hmm. God gives us. It's not something that we just inherit real quick. It's a, it's an ongoing right. thing. And and I, I I want you to quote your favorite scripture because it, it shows that what we require to have this nature. But your favorite scripture, Galatians 2.20? It sure is. I love that scripture. It says, For I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. And that Amen. sums up everything I just said. Everything. It is. That <laughs> is our that is our, uh, our seal to go to heaven and just rely on Christ to give him a uh, give him give him him to give us that love and that we just got to be open to receive it and to remember i i and that's a justified thing i love that because it's not me that lives it's christ who lives in me amen well i get to be uh i'm I'm a little bit um without words right now but um of course that's not the case but um audience um hmm, love god and his love changes things um god's love changed us god's love will change you and i'm sitting here you guys um again everybody knows i've known john most of my life and i know pastor red and i don't want to get too emotional here but um i really believe that it was uh, pastor ed's love for the brethren that has put john and the cherries in today you know tonight um love doesn't keep records of wrongs love forgives and and i think for all three of us you know for 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 you and i john and our experiences in life um you know love changes things love changes people and god will prevail and um so i'm i'm just sitting here in awe I'm, i love listening to these men that's an incredible show i want to i want to kind of go on some of the things you guys said but i do want to go over 
I have a scripture. I wanted to go over God's um, character also, Pastor Ed. Um, I wanted to go over his character because, you know, even it was a couple weeks ago, John, we were out there, we were sharing with a group, and we said, hey, don't wait. Don't wait till you be, think you're going to become somebody besides who you are. Jesus loves you now. Now's the time. Today is the day of salvation. Mm-hmm. And, and people need to know. So audience, whether this is your first time listening or you're some of our friends that we've known forever, I, I know you guys say you're listening, and thank you for being there. Um, but you need to know who God is, and his word tells us who he is. And I'm going to read to you um, uh, one of my favorite scriptures. Uh, it's definitely my wife's favorite scripture, and it's found in the book of Jeremiah, and it's 29, 11, 12, and 13. You've got to listen to this, folks. And then the scripture after that, I can't wait. So 29, 11 says this, For I know the thoughts that I have towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, And I will listen to you and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. This scripture, folks, tells us that God is not against us. I think the whole world thinks that God's against them. Yeah. And if God were against us, we wouldn't be here. Absolutely. We'd be stomped out. His love is endless. And and I'm going to read that's my next scripture. It's um, uh, this uh, this study is really meaning a lot to me, guys. But we need to know that our God loves us, that this book is a, it, it is a love letter. Um, and even as a father, as we see the Old Testament, as even the, the children of God would follow idols and they would, they would bring upon themselves judgment, even as us as parents and as adults, we know that when our kids are out doing something wrong, we've got to correct them. It's going to end to, at a, it's going to be a bad result. But we also know that God loves, loved us so much that he sent his son out for us. So um, this scripture, I've been able, guys, to read to, praise God, many folks on their deathbed. It's a great promise. Uh, man, oh, man, is it good. And we all know it. I'm going to start in Romans 8.35. It says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors with him who loved us. And here we go, 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor debt, nor any other created thing shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing. Nothing. I'm speechless, guys. (laughs) I really am. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Amen. So if, if our audience is out there thinking, man, I've done way too many bad things, well, you need to know some of us folks, you know, and, and those that are believers. We have all been sinners. We are saved by grace. There ain't no perfect Christian, and that's too bad. That's a bummer. Someday we'll be there when we're in his kingdom. But for today, we need to rest in his love. We need to rest in his promises, and we just keep moving on, Christian soldier. Amen. Blaine, I love that. That is so true. And you know what? A lot of people have this portrait of God sitting there with a magnifying glass and trying to burn burn us, every, just waiting for you to mess up so he can just burn you, right? And that's not what it is. And I love that because we're, that's what we're trying to show you, folks, is that God's love 
is just so much there for us for the taking. And I and and Blaine and I remember that a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about that. It, it, now's the time. You don't have to get right to meet God. God loves us as who you are, and that's what he wants. I was uh, sharing this last weekend um, about my life and how God changed me and that. And I think we had some open faces because, um, to me, it was um, I was putting on, I was using Paul, put on the clothing, which was what you were saying, Ed, get rid of the anger, the malice, and all that, the filthy language. Right. And then the, and the last one was put on love and peace and that's what it is about god it's it's about love that he has for us so folks whatever uh the devil's been whispering in your ear because he does that night and day he tells you that you're not worthy um that you will never get god's grace or love and so don't listen to that garbage because that's all that is what it is is that God is sitting there at all times, wants us to come to Him and to give us, um, to give Him everything that we have. He wants to be, um, wants to be a part of us, guys. Um, I like you go ahead and um, let's get you your last shout out if you would. Um, what you want to say, Ed? Yeah, I've got uh, <clears throat> Ephesians five one says, "Be imitators of God," and I think that as as we read this. Uh, First Corinthians chapter on love, that's making us imitators of God. But you can only do it with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't given your life to Christ, you need to do it. Because without that, your very nature is, is one of disobedience and your very character is one of sin. And the only way to beat it, Jesus Christ. Amen. Blaine, you know, I um, felt the spirit upon me now. I just felt um, that he wants to lead us into uh, repentance. Would you like to go ahead in case someone's out there that would love to give their life over to the Lord and they just don't know how to? I would love to. Um, as I was listening to you men and, and putting on Christ, what a message, Pastor Ed, that you had. Because if we don't have Christ, we don't have the Spirit, we don't have love, we don't have grace or forgiveness. That's right. And we don't have to give up our whole lives. We just come to Jesus. Amen. So anybody out there that has never, ever said, hey, I want Jesus, you can invite him into your heart. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Thank you for paying for my sins. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. I'm asking you into my life to be my Lord and Savior and he will come. Amen. Amen. That's what it's about. Just giving your life. Let God show you what he can do for you. You know, um, gosh, right now my heart's just so filled right now. But anyway, folks, I want to thank you tonight. I hope this has really touched you. We want to give a shout out to Goodwill. Hey, Kim and Anna, thank you for helping us with the clothes. Javier, my gosh, you and your family just blesses us with the food. We're so grateful. Jeremy and Tim over Skyline, hey, thank you guys for blessing us so that we can bless others. And Stephen Forsythe at the Elkhorn Wesleyan Church, hey, thank you, Steve, for all what you do. Folks, I hope this has been encouraging for you tonight. Remember, God loves you no matter what you have done or who, where you've been or whatever you've been through. God loves you, and so do we. And I hope that you'll have a wonderful and blessed night. Good night. Thank you for joining us on Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse, where they encourage you to think big and act bigger. Join us again next week at this same time as we work together to break the cycle of homelessness, restore hope, and help men and women regain control of their lives. 
Your generosity, philanthropy, and charitable contributions are always welcome and remarkably make a positive impact on the lives of those in need every day. Take part in making a difference by visiting cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. That's cornerstonetransitionalhousing.org. This has been Cornerstone Radio with Pastor John, Pastor Ed, and Blaine Nurse on K-Praise. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.